Hello, my friends. Welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. Paul White here. Brand new month. Welcome to March 2023. I encourage you to check out the essay edition. We posted it yesterday. It dealt with the parable of the sower explained. This is the portion of Mark 4 from verses 13 to 20 where Jesus explains his parable of the sower. And I think it will be one that clarifies some things about that story. It's easy to get in the weeds a little bit with that parable, thinking it's about us. It's really about Jesus. And speaking of being about Jesus, the next verse in the sequence in Mark 4, we're going to move on to verse 21 today, is another verse that is often used about us, but I think it makes more sense when it becomes about Jesus. Also, he said to them, Is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Is it not to be set on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, but that it should come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Now, this is a passage that, as I say, is used sort of against us sometimes by teachers and preachers that are trying to exposit the word and will say things like, you know, you are the light of the world, you have a lamp, you need to quit hiding it. You need to quit hiding it under a bushel. You need to quit hiding it under a basket. Well, not bad advice. I mean, but the problem is, is that it's not the intent of Jesus. I mean, I I, I want to advise you that if you have something worth seeing, something valuable, something to offer, don't sit on it. It's not its destiny. A candle is not made so that it can sit in the drawer. It's made to sit on the candlestick and light up, not just look pretty, but to do something. You know, in other words, it's whatever you're made for is what you ought to do. Uh, and so in that sense, okay, it's about you. But Jesus is that which has been brought into the world. Jesus is the lamp. Just as the Jesus is the word or the seed, um, Once you get Jesus into the parable of the sower, it makes sense. Once you get Jesus into this verse, it makes sense. If the lamp, Israel says that the word of God is a lamp to their feet and a light to their path, that means Jesus is the lamp. Well, Jesus is the lamp that's been brought into the world. And he's not been brought to be silenced or to be placed under the the basket, placed under a bed. It's not to be, is it not to be set on a lamp stand? So Jesus is positioning himself as the light that does verse 22. For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, but that it should come to light. And then he says, if anyone has to ears to hear, let him hear. So Jesus is the one who will bring to light the things that are in the dark. Now, What we do with this is we think it means that Jesus is here to point out sin. But if you can put this with Matthew 10, where Jesus says, don't fear them. Don't fear the ones of this world. Don't fear the religious rulers. He said, there's nothing covered that won't be revealed, nothing hidden that won't be known. So this is a companion text. Jesus is the light to follow, not the religious leaders of the world. And whatever is nefarious or wrong with the systems of this world are going to be brought to light. This is why I lean towards trust Jesus, follow Christ, 
And in Christ's way, he will shine a light on the things done in the dark. So we will, you don't just get by. Okay, so we're looking at a world, we go, well, this stuff needs exposed because they're getting by with it. No one just gets by. It doesn't work that way because you're not by yourself. You're affecting too many people. And when you affect people, it's like light that's cast out across the room. It's just a candlestick with a wick and there's a flame. But that affects the entire room unless you put it under a bushel, unless you hide it under the bed. Jesus is the light. We've let him loose. And now that the light is loose, then there's nothing hidden that isn't going to be revealed. Nothing can be kept secret from the light of Jesus. I like to think that this is best illustrated in Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus from John 3. Let me, let me jump over there real quick. This is a passage we've used in other spots that had really has become real to me lately. Jesus says that the condemnation is that light comes into the world, men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. Now listen to verses 30 and, or 20 and 21 from John 3. Everyone practicing evil hates the light and doesn't come into the light lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light. And again, you've heard me say this before. I'm going to repeat it again. Jesus doesn't say, he who does good. That would be the direct contrast for verse 20. In verse 20, if you practice evil, you hate the light. Then in 21, he who does the truth. He doesn't say he who does good. It seems like he should say he who does good. But on purpose, he doesn't say it. Because it's not he who does good that comes to the light. It's he who does the truth because the truth brings darkness into the light. It doesn't mean that what comes into the light is good. It means that what comes into the light is true. God isn't asking you to come into the light as good. God is asking you to come into the light as true. Bring what you really are into the light. Don't bring what you wish you were into the light because that means you leave what you really are in the dark. Bring what you really are into the into the light, that's truth, so that your deeds may be clearly seen and that you'll know you've done those deeds in God. Even if they weren't great, you did them in God. This is Mark's version of this, I think. This is Mark saying, nothing hidden won't be revealed, nothing kept secret that won't come to light, and then if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. This is Jesus's, this is something he says over and again. And this is something that Jesus says to the seven churches in Revelation. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Not everybody's going to hear it, but if you'll hear it, it will make a major difference in your life. Okay, tomorrow we move on a little further into the Mark chapter 4. This is a lengthy chapter. It takes up 41 verses, so it's going to take us a little while. And we'll get to some more Jesus statements, which are not... Um, they, they, Jesus statements do not constitute the largest volume of the book of Mark. So when you're in them, savor them. It's a lot more action than speaking, but we're in some words in red for a while. We'll be back there tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless.